All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Morning Motivation Calls. It's Thursday. We're sitting in the middle of uh, or the th- first quarter of September. Um, today, we're going to talk about hard work and a term called hustle and the opportunity or what I want you to do is create opportunities. So today, we're discussing um, and the things I want you to really bed in from today's calls is how you look at your life. I want you to see more of what you already have. And I want you to look at life differently and get prepared for an opportunity. Whitney Young Jr. said that it is better to, better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. So there's quite um, a comical line amongst actors and budding artists, and I'm sure we would have either heard it, used it, or um, certainly made reference to it at some point in all of our lives. And you would have heard them say, I'm an, uh, I'm an out-of-work actor, and I'm just waiting for my big break. I'm waiting for my opportunity. Now, can you notice the, the operative word here has been waiting? They are waiting for the opportunity. Now, you would have heard it and you've maybe even used it yourself. Many people, and I hear it all the time in life in general and certainly in business, is they're sitting on the sidelines waiting. And what does that tell me? Well, that tells me they, they need a set, of, a set of tweezers because those tweezers will help them remove the splinters from sitting on the fence. They need to get off the fence and they need to take action. They need to start making things happen. And many people continue to wait and then they'll wait and then they'll wait again. And they're waiting for that big break that will ultimately never come because they're failing to act. And it will never, it will never come and it will never materialize because it's up to you to make it happen. No one can do this for you. You can be on these calls, you can get motivated, you can get driven, but I'm not going to be the one sitting there making the actions for you. I'm not in your business day to day. I might be in your head, but I'm not going to be in the business for you. And you're going to be the one that's going to have to make that break happen. You're not going to be the lottery winner who just happens to stumble across success. You're going to make it happen. And like I said in the last call, if it's going to be, it's up to me. So the definition of hustle And if you look it up in the dictionary or Wikipedia, it says it's a state of great activity. Now, the definition amongst entrepreneurs is that hustle means hard work. Number two, it means strategy. And number three, it means swagger. So I can tell you, hard work alone won't get you there. It's not going to move you from where you are today to where you need to be. There's a quote that goes around and we use this all the time and I've seen it time and time again in the sporting arena and when I was coaching, I often saw this with the American athletes. They would come over here and they were quite lazy by comparison to our athletes and they were incredibly talented and that's why we had them here but hands down, any any day of the week, I would choose the Australian athlete over the American because of one thing. The Americans had the talent. They didn't have the hard work. So hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Now, it's got to be a combination of both. Imagine if you've got talent and hard work, you'll be invincible. Hard work will get you a majority of the way. But hard work on its, um, I, I guess you could say all the hard work in the world is pointless if possibly you're going in the wrong direction. 
Imagine trying to catch a wave in the desert. Sounds crazy, right? Because it doesn't matter how hard you paddle, it doesn't matter how hard you kick, not in a million years are you going to catch a wave. There's just simply no water out there, rendering all your efforts pointless. You have to go to the surf to ride a wave and the desert to, well, I guess, build sandcastles. I don't know. What do you go there for? <laughs> you get my point, right? You've got to have hard work, which is your paddling and your kicking, and you've got to have the right strategy, which is being in the water to catch the wave. So you might be running around doing all this hard work and running off in the wrong direction. This is why you need hard work and you need the strategy. So what I want you to get very clear on today is that you understand, yes, it's about hard work. It's about having the right strategy to be able to, to be able to execute that hard work in the right direction. And because of most successful entrepreneurs know that if you do the right thing or bring the right product to market at the right time, and then you apply a bit of hard work, this formula is a great recipe for success. And finally, tying all of this together is the element of swagger. You must have an element of swagger about you. Now, I love this word because it sounds cool. Um, and you, you know, we often associate this with some great artists of the world like Justin Timberlake or the really cool people in the world because they have a swagger. And what is that swagger? Well, swagger means a very confident, and this is the dictionary definition of it, swagger means a very confident and arrogant or self-important gait or manner. Now, I love this because the layperson often confuses swagger with arrogance. I've seen this so many times in the sporting arena. Have and let's cast our mind back to Usain Bolt, um, Ben Johnson, Carl Lewis. Let's have look at anyone who's ever run the hundred meter sprint, which is the blue ribbon event at the Olympics. Now, before the start, have you ever seen any of the five, the final eight, so the top eight athletes in the world at this given time? How do they approach the start line? Do they sort of walk up to the start line with their head hung low, maybe kicking the ground, maybe have this look on this face of despair, wishing that they weren't there and, um, you know, are really down on their out, out on their luck sort of kind of guy? Or maybe you've seen it in a boxing arena where you've seen a world heavyweight title like Mike Tyson or um, Lennox Lewis step into the ring and, you know, he doesn't get on the microphone and say, oh, the other guy's really, really much better than me and I, I'm really just lucky to be here. I'm, I'm just one of the guys making up the numbers. Um, you know, I'm sort of here by default. Have we ever heard that? Have we ever seen that? I don't think anyone would have ever seen that. And you, if no one would have ever said that an athlete would approach the start line in that manner. No, they do the complete opposite. Athletes have swagger. They approach the line with determination. They approach the line with tenacity and self-belief and self-confidence, and it can appear arrogant. They've got their hand in the air. They're signaling number one before they've even run the race. They've got a beaming smile on their face. They're jumping up and down. They are exuding energy and confidence. Athletes have swagger. The reason they have swagger is because they have an unshakable self-belief. They have a belief that it is possible. You hear this time and time again. I will drum it into you that it is possible. That's all you need to know. They have a belief that it's possible. They believe in their potential and they believe in their abilities. And should an element of doubt creep into their mindset, their race is done. Their day is over. Take off your shoes, go home. It's finished. You will not win because the other guy believes he can win. 
the average layperson confuses self-confidence with with swagger and they just think it's arrogance and it's not okay now there are some athletes out there that may be arrogant but generally swagger is a self-belief and they're convincing themselves that they can do it they know it's in them and it's possible for them what the average person doesn't realize is that the athlete would not win without swagger now you let's bring it back to you you are that athlete so if you have a dream in your life or there's something that you want to achieve you have to work really hard at it and then you have to have an incredible strategy so that you can dominate it and then you can have the confidence to follow through where the naysayers say it can't be done then you have to have the mindset and the confidence to believe that the wheels are already in motion simply because you believe it's possible and this will now become a reality for you you want to own this so much that the people around you will also feel it and they will feed off your confidence and this will begin to help you materialize your dream confidence and an unshakable self-belief will open up doors for you that would normally have been closed so let's touch on hard work ultimately this comes down to perception i know a lot of people think they work hard and then they may have the experience or the opportunity to work with someone like myself or some of the great entrepreneurs in this world or in their chosen field and i can tell you right now i've heard arnold schwarzenegger say this right now there's someone out there working harder than what you are and doing more than what you're doing they're out there achieving success and they're leaving no stone unturned these people have a take no prisoner mentality so what people come to realize is that when they get to work with people like us and they realize that yeah i work hard and then they get thrown into our world of how we dominate things and how we take no prisoners and how we do not rest beyonce is the perfect eminem is perfect 50 cent now these are all artists you would know of they go for three days without sleep they forget to eat why because they're engaged they're empowered and they've got a vision that they must achieve not because someone told them to because they want to so what you realize is your perception of working hard has taken on a whole new paradigm when you work with these people and it completely blows it out of the water and then you should realize that you're capable of so much more that there's so much more in your tank that you haven't even touched the side of the walls yet you haven't even got to your reserve tank yet so what you want what i want you to do is think about hustle from a whole new perspective see imagine this imagine if you could hustle as hard as a person that has two or three kids is a single parent working two or three full-time jobs and studying part-time can you imagine what that person has to do and the person that they have to be to exert that much energy in their day most people say that they sleep for eight to ten hours well you've just lost two to four hours on top of just mo the majority of entrepreneurs most entrepreneurs are up at 4 a.m what time are you waking up now if you're waking up at seven or eight they've pretty much run a full day before you even open your eyelids pretty powerful you're already behind the eight ball before you even open your eyes so think about it from a new perspective 
with that that role I just gave you before, where they had two kids, three kids, working three jobs, studying, okay, doing all these other things, that kind of hard work will move you forward. That kind of hard work will move you to the next stratosphere from where you currently are. And it will have you playing at a whole new level. So notice that the, with entrepreneurs, there's no such thing as nine to five. There's no such thing as a one-hour lunch break. There's no such thing as long weekends or public holidays. Better still, let's go another level. Let's go look at someone else. Okay, let's look at someone who's, and this is a very real scenario for people who moved to Australia about 50 years ago. Imagine you're an immigrant family. You move to a new country, you don't speak the language, and you've come here with no job, no resources. You just sold everything and cashed out, and you're starting from ground zero, starting from scratch. You've got three kids to feed, no assets behind you, and no money coming in. How hard are you going to work to survive? How hard are you going to work and how resourceful will you become to put food on the table that night? How are you going to survive? How do you feed the kids? Number one priority. What are you going to go without? Now, that's called hard work. And many of the Australians in today are great examples of that. I was given this scenario by one of my coaches. It's not necessarily to do with money, uh, to do with uh hard work it's actually it was actually relating to money at the time and opportunities and the opportunities that are available to you and the resources that you have but you just don't reach out and grab imagine this and this was this scenario that ran was run past me mike i want you to give me a thousand dollars right here right now without question and it's without return just a thousand bucks bang on the table let's go could you do it would you do it most of you would say, oh, I don't have $1,000 or that's a lot of money for me or um, why and why would I give it to you? What, what's in it for me? Um, all these questions and concerns and most of it's fear-driven. Now, let me change the scenario on you. I have one of your children and you must give me $250,000 in the next eight hours. Otherwise, the consequences for that child will be dire. Okay, ugly scenario. How easy would it be for you right now to come up with 250000 You would not come up with, um, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Uh, what is it for? There are no excuses. The next question is, who do I know who's got $250,000? Can you see the shift? You become incredibly resourceful under scenario two. You don't question it. You don't have fears. You don't have doubt. You act. You are pushed into action. Yet all of our days, we run the first scenario of like, oh, I don't know if I can find $1,000. Maybe it's a good opportunity. Maybe it's not. Or maybe I'll sit on the sidelines. Maybe I won't act. 250000 is a far greater number. But you don't even bat an eyelid because you know how important it is to protect your child. So to make change, you need to do one of two things. You need inspiration or desperation. Tony Robbins teaches is a majority of people that, that a majority of people would do much more to get away from pain than they will to do, they will do to move towards pleasure. Okay, I reckon you need a combination of both. Okay, so pain to get you off rock bottom, pain to get you moving forward, because it really is a great motivator, but it won't keep you moving forward. So we need the we need the pleasure. We need the pleasure to keep moving forward. 
So what does all this mean? A good friend of mine, an, an entrepreneur, um, Kevin Mailer, he's, uh, he's done very well in business and he's living what I consider the high life at the moment because he's pulled back. And often he posts on Facebook and they're rare, but they're insightful. And I remember him saying one time, not that long, a couple of months ago, and he said, if I tried to achieve a work-life balance before I made my success, I would never have realized success. It's only now that I have achieved the great level of success, success that I have and I've, set, I've achieved what I set out to do that now I can set back and implement a work-life balance strategy. Okay, so what was he saying there? And this is what I'm telling you right now. You, you know what? You may have to go through and work through the odd weekend. You may even have to work through your birthday. You might even have to give up some pleasures in life. And you may have to make some sacrifices today and do the things that others won't do right now so that you can have the things that others won't have in the future. I've always run my own business. Since leaving school, I've worked for myself. I truly believe public holidays get in the way of my success. And they did. They stopped me from working. I would always work through, but I couldn't call anyone. I couldn't do business because everyone else was swanning around in the sun. I found it so infuriating. My staff would have time off. Now, they weren't invested like I was. So I had to change my mindset and turn it around to a positive. I embraced those public holidays now because it means I get to come to work and do the things that I probably normally wouldn't get to do. I'm not stopping for anyone. I'm not slowing down just because everyone else wants to have the day off. Go for it. Enjoy yourselves. But I'll get more work done and I'll be ahead of the game. I'll put an extra 10 hours in knowing that I'm going to be 10 hours ahead of everyone else. So I turned it into a positive and I got some things done. There was no phone calls. There was no emails. And I really got some good strategy work done on the business. I'm not suggesting you become a workaholic. Not in the slightest. I'm suggesting that you forego and certainly not suggesting that you forgo family time, you forget, um, don't go to the gym, you don't take time out with the family or you go on holidays. I'm not saying that. And I'm certainly not saying that you ruin your sleep patterns and sleep for four hours a night. What I'm suggesting is that you need to be prepared to do that and willing to do that should the opportunity arise. And I can tell you, if you implement these strategies of actually working hard and pushing through barriers and doing up things that others won't do, it won't be forever. Like my friend Kevin, he, you know what he does right now? He, he cruises around on his yacht. He goes on long holidays with his family to Europe. He changes his kids' nappies poorly, I must admit. But he does it. He's there and he's available to his wife whenever she needs him to help out. But he couldn't have done that while he was creating success. Um, and he's a young man. He's there. He got there early. All the more power to him. So I, I applaud him for doing what he did. So don't, I'm not saying don't be a workaholic, okay? You need to take time out and cherish the important things in life, but be prepared to work through and push through barriers. So as I said, Kevin's living the high life because of the sacrifices that he made early on. There's no way he wouldn't be doing it today if he didn't. So I'm asking you, rethink the priorities, execute your strategies well and work hard. Now, when I was riding and I was riding competitively in, in cycling, I was home every Saturday night preparing for the race on Sunday. I was eating good food. I was having a good night's sleep and I was getting rested to be sure I was ready for Sunday. Now, what were my friends doing? 
they were out drinking at clubs, they were at bars, they were at restaurants, they were socialising, they were having fun while I was making sacrifices. Some of my friends in the cycling community were doing that. Other of my friends that weren't competing, they did that as well. And the other thing I did was while everyone else was asleep, I was up at 3 a.m. I was on my bike for five hours before most people even considered peeling their eyes back. I would then go to work and put a full day's work in. And then on coming home, I'd jump on the bike for another two and a half hours at the end of the day. On the weekends, I'd dedicate eight to 10 hours each day to perfecting my craft, becoming a brilliant cyclist and building on my endurance. There's no way in the world I would have got to the level that I did without those sacrifices. And each time I made those sacrifices, I didn't bitch about it. I was empowered by it because it empowered me to do more because I knew that I was doing more than every other person. And when I tasted victory and when I had those successes, it tasted even better because I knew what I went without. I remember reading a story about Andrew Johns. Uh, Andrew Johns played for Australia, New South Wales. He was the captain of Newcastle. He was probably one of the best halfbacks Australia's ever seen. Um, he was known to have a football with him wherever, wherever he went. He just carried it with him everywhere. He um, was the first one to practice. He would be there before practice kicking a football. He would then do practice with the team. The team left. He was still there for two to three hours afterwards kicking a football. The guy was at the top of his game. Why did he need to be there kicking a football after everyone had gone? Because he wanted to stay at the top of his game. And it was that practice and it was that sacrifice that made him the best. And that made him brilliant because he was the last man standing. Will Smith, the famous actor and a brilliant person, if you ever want to YouTube him, he just uh, says some inspirational and powerful things. I love listening to him and hearing about his success because one of his famous quotes is, the difference between you and me is that, or me and the next guy, he says it, the difference between me and the next guy is that I'm not afraid to die on the treadmill. I love that um, because I apply the same principle when I train. Now, if you watch Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness, he personifies the phrase, work hard. You've heard me quote this guy many times, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, quoted um, him from Twitter. In 1995, I had seven bucks to my name. I knew two things. I'm broke as hell and one day it won't be. Last year, Dwayne Johnson earned $31.5 million. Now, 1995 wasn't that long ago. $31.5 million is what he earned last year. And he is considered and is always claiming to be the hardest worker in the room. Are we picking up on the theme of today? Work hard because success is not going to just fall across your lap. You're going to have to go out there and get it. Stop waiting for it. Make it happen. There's countless other stories of people in our lifetime who have succeeded through hard work. Dwayne Johnson, Oprah Winfrey. Recently, Jared Hayne. Look what he's achieved. Anyone in Australia would read have read and heard about Jared Hayne. All these people started with nothing and they all came from negative environments where they were down and out. So what's stopping you? So let's move on quickly to strategy. Not only do you have to work hard, you have to work smarter as well. You have to begin with the end in mind. Success is very deliberate and intentional. All of the people I've mentioned have achieved great success and great levels of success because of the strategy they had. Nothing was left to chance. You need to define what the end goal is. We've already covered that off. 
And finally, you need to model success. Find those people that are great at doing it and just model them. So you need confidence and certainty, which is swagger, okay? There is an energy that you bring into the room. What is your energy? There's a presence that you command in a crowd of people. You need to stand out, stop blending in. And it's the thing about you that people can't even pinpoint, but they want to know more about and more about you. And sometimes, you know what? You might not have it. You may need to manufacture it. And sometimes you're going to have to fake it until you make it. So why do you need confidence and certainty? Why would I follow you if you, if you didn't have it? Let me use a business example. The tagline in my business at Perspective Group is clarity, certainty, and freedom. So in my business as a financial planner, I deal with people's money. I deal with people's future, and I deal with the inheritance of their children and their, and their children. Don't you think it would be an essential part of my service offering to give people clarity, certainty, and freedom? The clarity to know which choices and which is the best path for them and their family. The certainty to know that their future is in safe hands and they'll end up with a lifestyle that they dreamed of. And finally, the freedom to make choices. The choices of where they want to holiday, the choices of where they want to travel, do they want to go first class or coach, or the choices to, tra- to I guess, live on the retirement income that they've desired. In my business, my clients need to know with confidence and certainty that I can provide them with those three things. Otherwise, they wouldn't follow me. They wouldn't trust me with their wealth. And we all know that our money is close to us and it's, we're quite protective of it or their health or their future of their estate. So if you want to be a leader and you want to have people follow you, if you want to have people subscribe to your ideas or have people endorse you or your product, you need to have confidence and certainty in who you are, what your values are and what you stand for. And know that you can deliver. Then, and only then, will they trust you. And that's why you need swagger. Swagger means that you have confidence in yourself and certainty that you can deliver a result. So in closing, and let's wrap it up, let's review the three things. Number one, hit people with hard work. Outwork and outperform your competition. Number two, you want to have a clear and concise strategy. My recommendation is that you only share this with key people or key mentors or or coaches or leaders around you. The reason I say this is, number one, to protect it. And secondly, sometimes telling a story and, and I've fallen into this trap. When you tell the story of what you're about to do, there is a, a level of gratification about telling the story, which almost tells your mind that you've achieved it and done it because someone says, oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. That's going to be the greatest. Oh, that's so wow. That's so wow. All of a sudden, we've got our gratification for it and there's no need to follow through and act on it. So my suggestion to you is don't tell people and just do. Just do it. It's a famous word from Nike, just tagline. But seriously, just go do it and talk about your results. Show people what you've done. Third and finally, I want you to act with confidence and certainty.
because the greatest amount of hard work and the best strategy in the world will come undone and you will come unstuck if you don't have the confidence and certainty to execute effectively. Guys, believe in your potential. Know that you can do this. Act with those three things, hard work, strategy, and swagger, and you will succeed and we'll be watching and reading all about you in the future. Go make it happen, guys. Have a great day. Look forward to talking to you soon.